It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Wait, Kyle, is this is this going online? Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. I do hope you'll hit the subscribe button while you're hanging around. Uh, you do that, I'll give you three brand new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists. And discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, I get to catch up with Suki Waterhouse almost exactly a year to the day that we last spoke. Now, of course, the last time we spoke, Suki had just been talking about this new show that she was shooting called Daisy Jones and the Six. And uh, and she was putting out her debut album. A lot has happened in that year. In fact, she's got a brand new single. Well, let's back that up. She did an EP at the end of the year called Milk Teeth, uh, which had some great songs from her vault that she pulled out. And now she has a brand new single called To Love. Uh, we're going to hear all about that. We're going to hear about her recent tour with Father John Misty and her plans for more singles. And of course, the next album as well. Uh, and then we're going to turn our attention to Daisy Jones and the Six. It's been a runaway success. Uh, apparently, the cast recently did some rehearsals. They've been trying to figure out even how to play some shows, maybe a tour. We'll talk about what a second season potentially could look like. We'll just have some fun. We'll dream something up. Uh, I want to hear about the importance of her character, Karen, uh, Karen's abortion story within uh, within the series. And we're going to learn about a movie that she's currently filming that also happens to have Sam Claflin in it, who, of course, played Billy in Daisy Jones and the Six. All that's and a whole lot more. We're talking to Love and Daisy Jones. It's Kyle Meredith with Suki Waterhouse. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm well. It's good to see you. I was just saying we it's been nearly exactly a year since the last time that we did an interview. And so much has happened. Daisy Jones and the Six was only something you were telling me about a year ago, and that has since become its own worldwide phenomenon thing. You went on tour with Father John Misty. You've played It Looked Like Lollapalooza in Brazil. Is that right? I did. Yeah, yeah. I just did Lollapalooza. And uh, I did I did Brazil, Chile, and Argentina. And then I also got a, had four days off. So I went to, um, I went to Patagonia, which was, oh my God, so good so beautiful i mean that was just yeah that was that was like an addition on on top of doing the show so it's incredible i can only dream of that about, about that one uh I'm, I'm pretty much just a chain to the desk here talking to the folks but uh but it's it's been cool to do the vicarious thing anyway watching 
all the success. I mean, seriously, congratulations on this past year. I, I don't know how it's felt for you, but this seems like a lot all at once. Yeah, it definitely has been a lot at once. So, uh, uh, in terms of like my uh, my sanity and like <laughs> trying to, you know, that that kind of stuff is is a little. Uh, I can't say I have it right now, but that the uh, the whole the whole year has been amazing. I think like I never would have thought that um, the show and my music would have sort of um, been having these like kind of memorable moments like together at the same time. And I, it wasn't really meant to happen like that. It was you know, a pandemic changed everything. So I think the time the timings weren't really meant to work out like the way they did, but um it's been it's been very cool. Um having having it having it together and being being in a show about being a musician and then also kind of um having like a lot of my like dreams come true, I guess, uh at, at the same time. It's very it's very yeah. That's been nice. How, how was the uh, the tour with uh, with Tillman? Uh, I knew Josh for a long time. I'm going to be seeing him here in a couple of weeks as well. Oh, it was great. I mean, like that. I, I've been such a fan of Josh for years and years, and I never. I I, I don't know. Even when I first found out that I got the tour, I was like, really? Like he he did like he like you know he likes my stuff. Um, and I, I yeah, I get. I was I was I was like I don't know. I think he has like a big a big like presence that you think is going to be really kind of overwhelming and like kind of like you know I was like sort of nervous and then and then that quickly like you know went away really fast and he's such a just such a lovely person and so deeply intelligent and the show is just so good like every night I was just felt like so lucky to come go go and watch the show and I would always be going out there just like you know, watching Josh, watching like 10 guys get up on stage every night and like the the attention to detail and every single thing. I mean, that show is like a, you have everyone has to see his show. It's beyond. I mean, my yeah, my mom came and watched watched um in New York and in, in Canada and she was like, she just hasn't, you know, she she yeah, she got converted. She has not stopped talking about him. <laughs> I've seen that happen to a lot of people. I, I see the moment in their face as they're watching him on stage. and It just happens. Mm-hmm. The guy is an incredible performer. I saw you're going to be uh, reuniting. I think you said with him at the uh, was it Johanna Festival later this year, right? Yes. So, cool lineup there, too. Well, let's, you know, and, and of course, this all revolves around the music. Uh, to Love, I've Been Loving. What a great song that's come off. And this is just a, is, is this is the one-off right now? Is that what I read? Um, I think it's a one-off. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think... I guess I'll probably release a couple more singles and then hopefully uh, another record. Maybe, the, yeah, maybe like sometime next year, I think. But I think I think this year is for this year is for writing it. Um, and I get yeah, I guess like I I think I think to love feels like it's like part yeah part of like it's it's kind of like the the invisible line in between. The music that I've been making and the next and the next kind of like era of era of music but I'm still like kind of and starting to like show itself a little bit more but there's there's that kind of yeah that like transition period and that finding like what the what what that like next what what it's going to look like for me like the kind of music that I'll be making and, and just like meeting a lot of people and yeah, see, seeing who's like available and who pops up creative, creatively in your life that you align with. And um, that that's what this year is for, really. And we'll be right back right after this. 
Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Suki Waterhouse. And it is, it's, it's, a, it's a really beautiful song and, and, and kind of reading about it, you know, being on the positive side versus, you know, some of the older songs. I think the press release, you know, mentioned the sad girl indie thing, which is kind of a funny stamp to have every now and then. But but seeing this this direction, everything, especially coming off of the Milk Teeth EP, like when I heard Neon Signs for the first time, I was like, oh, this is a different voice for her. This is this is something heavier. I mean, is that do you, do you find like I'm a big fan of that one, by the way. Do you find yourself kind of veering towards that at all? Yeah, I, I definitely have I definitely have another song that's really similar to, to to Neon Signs or kind of in that same sort of uh that same sort of elk that um that's yeah uh, that that I th I think every now and then I feel I feel like this kind of like kind of stompier like kind of Debbie Harry like whole sort of thing kind of comes out and that uh you know yeah like kind of garbage or just just like one yeah wanted to do something that feels feels like harder and more more coarse and that was my yeah that the neon signs was a song that i'd had around like i i made that song years and years ago and i made like a i don't know if you've seen the video for it but i 
it was like one of the first videos I made and I made it for like I think like 500 bucks like <laughs> I made it on such a shoestring and I made like a paper mache head and I put it over a friend of mine and then we we got in the back of a car and we just shot it all on iPhone um but that yeah that's that song I I loved and I, yeah definitely I definitely like it, it's yeah it's a, it's a it's a part of it's a part of the kinds of songs that I like I like to make so is that what Milk Teeth really was? I mean, I, I know there was the whole story about Good Looking having its kind of resurgence and everything. Was that EP kind of your chance to to collect some of the cast-offs in the vault songs like that? Yeah, definitely. Collect the ones that, that um, the songs that I, I'd had that I, yeah, maybe like done kind of a little bit with, but not got to, you know, not finally put out. And and a lot, yeah, a lot of that, there, were, there weren't really like good reasons of why I hadn't really put them out. And um, I definitely didn't think I would be able to have an have an EP or like you know get them on get them on a record. So um, yeah, that was definitely it. felt It felt like it was. It felt like I got to like all this like kind of the nods from the past, or all the songs from the past that um, hadn't really had like their moment uh, to to actually yeah be released properly, be put on a record, um, and uh, yeah, I guess like tie up that that whole sort of um yeah tie up the past and yeah have that have them recognized in some way and like memorialized in, in, a, in a record format and um kind of yeah kind of get to honor them and then sort of yeah release them and say goodbye to them and then it's it's a straight yeah it's a straight it's a strange place to it's it's a very yeah it's a very kind of like new sort of place for me to be in being like oh actually even people are like listening to the songs or like kind of even recognizing what you put out it's it, I think yeah I've got that that kind of feeling around the 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 second record but um yeah with with to love with to love it just sort of um I think I'm yeah I think I'm always just trying to go inward and really uh honor that process of like of go of going inward and finding importance in it and and that song I think like I I always like know when when it's when it's kind of clicked and I've got I've got the thing that um that sort of just like represents like the time that I'm in most accurately. Uh, well, that's interesting the way you put it. You know, to put it out there and say goodbye because like Neon Signs, like that was new to me. And so suddenly that's speaking for this moment where it was such a past view. Good Looking is probably a, a better example of that because here's a song, you know, that's a few years old that represents something of the past. And then suddenly it becomes something of the present for so many more people, you know, than it ever had. Is there, is there a moment inside you where you have to sort of make that compromise to, to, to pull yourself back to that moment at all? I mean, I love, I love being pulled back to it. I, it, you know, it, it like it, it changes the way that you see the song when when suddenly people are uh you know so suddenly people have ascribed all this new meaning to it even like you end up listening to the song so much more than than you did like I always like I'd showed that song to you know I, I, that song I'd had that song as like part of the songs that I would show people all the time and like you know all, all kinds of people in music and everyone would always be like you know no no one really like thought that much of that song ever so it's it's fun yeah it's funny and say like, yeah I love I love that that part where, you, where you, when I kind of been like listening to a lot and people appreciate it more and then you're like yeah you know what that is a good song <laughs> and like for some reason like 
I don't know how how strange that you that you can kind of be like you can you know I always love that I always sort of I always love that song but I don't know it's it's it's, it's kind of interesting how they can like the the feeling around them can just suddenly change and shift and you think of a lot of artists that that have dealt with the same thing especially artists that you know they're around decades and you they have those records that just no one paid attention to or the songs that no one paid attention to when they first come out and then decades later it's like oh this is one of the greatest songs of all time you know it's like yeah (laughs) elton john's had those weezer you know with pinkerton famously kind of you know suffered through that it's it's that's that's got to be an interesting moment for any artist that it's like oh you know right right this was a good song i wasn't wrong about that yeah yeah it's strange and we'll be right back right after this welcome back it's kyle meredith with suki waterhouse so then with all of this of course you also have daisy jones and the six to be a part like i don't know you know since this is a show since this was a role since this music was written by someone else like how much this also comes to speak for you as an artist at this point, but does it? I think Daisy sort of as gave me like a sort of gift, like as an artist. I think when you, it was it was more about putting myself inside of the character, and that kind of like gave me a lot as an artist, and also like also they gave you know they they basically we basically had like on hand studio time and like on hand like we literally had sound city to ourselves like we could go there whenever we want like we literally had the keys even like when it was even when it was like the pandemic they you know you could go in there by yourself if you weren't around anyone else and practice and you know just have have all that space so it kind of gave me like the opportunity to have uh my piano teacher who's also an amazing musician who writes as well and like you know, like maybe like not every day would we be doing Daisy Jen songs, we'd start working on like my stuff or like, you know, we just it's like you have so many hours per day of, of, uh, of you know, you kind of like go off course of your homework, I suppose. And uh, and I think that, yeah, that that gave me a lot. And then, you yeah, you think about the kind of the, the importance of the of music for my character, Karen, like. I guess I yeah I I guess I, I I had just always been I'd been writing so much and always making music but just there was something kind of like there was something kind of like still sort of holding me back from kind of like I guess like coming to completion or like you know actually finishing a record or um and and it wasn't it wasn't to do with like doing the work because I like had the had the music ready it was it was something like more psych- psychological and I think uh, I think the show kind of yeah subconsciously helped me like break that break that down well you've uh, similar in the way that we were talking about with with your own music how people are kind of catching up like it, it feels like this is also one of those moments too because you all shot this a couple of years ago now <laughs> it's, it's like I, I'm guessing that you all have moved on from this in some sort of way whereas we're all just like in it at the moment <laughs> oh no we actually like kind of I don't know we still talk on the group chat constantly we're still we're still like all you know like speaking about whether or not we could do a show together um there's been like a lot of conversation around that like I know people I know like 
people like really want us to go on tour. <laughs> like, I, think I we- really want you to go on tour. Listen, yeah. and to interrupt you quickly, that was my first question to my friends at Atlantic Records. That was my first question to Scott Neustadter when I was talking to him. <laughs> it's like, okay, yes, but can we get them on tour? I know, right? Like, I mean, that that there's like there's been so much like talking about that, and uh, we did some rehearsal time recently. So everyone got back together recently to to rehearse. Um, I, yeah, I think Scott said it in, in an interview, but it's like the hardest thing is, and you get like, you know, like <laughs> everyone who's like, yeah, I guess moved on in the fact that like everyone has to like work and has other jobs now, and like, is that possible to? To make that happen I don't know I don't know if it I don't know if it's uh I don't know I don't know if it's like the right thing but I think we will do we have to like do a show at some point I think that's definitely gonna happen I mean even if it's like you know the magical three days you do New York you do LA and then you do a right? festival right yeah. that's it yeah 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 it would still it's just it'd just be brilliant but we need to do it like I, I, yeah I feel like we have to I feel like we have to do that soon but yeah, we're not we're not that moved on from it in a weird way. We're like very and like the press we just went on a press tour together, so we all we all came together again. And I think I don't know, we had like so much anticipation about the show coming out and like we've I think just like the amount of work we put into it and like how many years of our lives we've spent together at this point, we're just very like um I don't know, we're very we're very bonded in a way that is quite unusual, I think for yeah, because usually you shoot the show and everybody's like, oh, it was a family. You know, that's that's the cliche line, right? It's a family. And then you walk away and you never see each other again. But it's not the I case. I don't know. I really feel like I do see. I usually, I, I don't know. I usually like do take away quite, I do take away a friend, like a, at least one friendship. Like that's usually pretty good. Even if I don't see the person all the time. It's just like, just, just like kind of like you can't help, but it's so, it's just so unusual to be able to get to know someone that well in such a short space of time and it's like it's very good for like flighty romantic people because even even like as a friend you're just like oh I get to see you know I get to see you I get to basically fall in love with a new friend and like see what it's like for them to be like super silly and see what it's like for them to you know we do like night shoots and stay up all night together for two weeks or um see what it's like for them to be stressed I mean it it just like creates kind of an intimate environment so quickly which is great yeah there's some of the stories out there what was it Camille was on one of the it was Fallon or something. I don't know, but she was talking about getting everybody, the three of you all getting locked in a room and having to watch. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we like hearing those friendship stories anyway. That's it is cool yeah. to see that kind of camaraderie out of the gang. But um, so what does this leave us at? Because you know, we're all asking about season two. Like if it's a success, what happens next? I don't think that I don't I don't know. I don't think I don't think that's uh I don't believe I mean yeah, what we we always joke about what that would look like, but in terms of like the the story, I feel like the story has been told as the you know as, as it was written. Um, so we would have to get a little bit creative um, for uh, <laughs> for season two. See, I think there's yeah. a few scenarios. Personally speaking, there's one the twenty years later reunion, you know, that pulls everybody together, and what there there can be drama, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two what happened in the interim because you your character Karen gets to have the new wave years of the 80s and I think that's really interesting yeah as you well see flash of her with her guitar <laughs> I, I, I hope you've gotten to play the guitar some 
<laughs> that was the first time I'd been handed a keto for that scene. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just another learning experience. Or Scott was saying, you know, it, it could even be, um, uh, uh, you know, a series. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Where, you know, they they take a different cast, but at the same period in time, uh, anthology yeah. series. That's what. I'm Well, that for. might happen. That sounds very sad because that means we wouldn't be involved in it. Sad I don't want that one either. That probably that's probably more likely what's happening. They're probably talking about it and planning it, and not and we're not invited back. That's probably what. <laughs> You know, I think there's I think there's a chance to tell the reunion. Yeah, to tell the reunion story here, because I don't know that that's ever been done in movie form in this sort of way. So that's it's, you know. Yeah, we'd be like Fleet, Fleetwood Mac, like now, just like <laughs> writing horrible tweets about each other. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to wear the uh, the aged makeup again, right? Like everybody would have to do the whole thing in the aged. Makeup. Yeah. Like how did how did you feel about that parts being being kind of grown up in that way? I. Uh, that was that was it was actually just kind of like quite difficult to get it right it's surprising like how difficult it is like some of us I think got away with it better than others like I think Karen looked pretty insane I think I I, I got pretty I kind of look Karen kind of looks like Andy Warhol um she looks like <laughs> like a mix between Debbie Harry and Andy Warhol but um no, I, lo I love it. There was, yeah, there's a lot of like wig experimentation. I think I did like, I think I did like three or four, um, tr you know, try ons for like which, you know, how to like stretch your eyes in a particular way. I don't know, it's difficult. Some of the, some, some people, I think Will looks, Will looks like, I don't know, he, I thought, I thought that he really pulled it off. Um, but that was, it was, yeah, that was a particular, it, it's fucking hilarious doing all that the interview stuff yeah i like seeing sam in the um the age it's like i don't remember exactly what he was wearing but in my head it's like a sweater you know and uh, wispiness to him and it's <laughs> like... <laughs> that was a, that was a good move right there that was a good move yeah, he had it down and we'll be right back right after this welcome back it's kyle and meredith with suki waterhouse not to take this in a too heavy of a subject, but I did want to bring up because it only got hit on a little bit, but, you know, for your character to also have a, a, an abortion story that goes along with it. And for that to have landed, and again, we talk about how the pandemic kind of threw everything off, but to that have landed at that exact moment when that became such a big part of the news, it's still such a big part of the news, as Florida just fucking did some shit again today with a six-week ban. Um, and again, I'm not trying to take this in a weird spot, but... but I guess what I'm asking is how important was that for, for you to be a part of that story and, and to, did it mean anything different because it did land when it did? It definitely, it definitely did actually, because I guess I was like thinking in my, uh, you know, I was kind of like thinking about it in my own experiences of like, you know, what, what's it like for me now or like for women now compared to what it was like then. And I was sort of trying to like, I don't know, I can't, I can't keep like, giving these examples to myself I'm like well you know and in, in some ways we really celebrate like uh you know working uh like you know kind of I guess like we really celebrate Brianna at the Super Bowl and her having her baby bump out I mean I don't know if that's the greatest example because she's like you know a very wealthy <laughs> pop star but there are some you know that like I kind of I think in some ways there's you know it's it's like a little bit it's a bit more like celebrated and you know com compared to like when I look at like Christy McVie or 
Stevie Nicks and or like Chrissy Hine, like they never had children and they all, I think they've all spoken about like that being a a regret of some, a, a regret in a way, or they just never felt like that was something they were able to do because they had to, it just, it just never would have been, it would, it would have just had to have set them, set them back so much or, you know, or maybe like there, there are lots of, lots of reasons, but um, I think like I kind of finally like, so I, I guess like when I think about, now and then that hasn't changed it's like I think women are expected to have you know have jobs like they don't have children and they're expected to you know have kids like they you know and and when and when yeah when you have kids you're expected to work like they they don't exist and I yeah I I just I just it's it just seems like um, it's just like yeah it's kind of like an impossibility and and we just don't have the there's just like not the support um systems to be able to like to have to have children um and and work in the way that is expected of you know is expected of you to work and to be able to succeed the same way as men and that's that's just something that i think is it's just like it's always going to be a it's just always going to be a huge struggle but in terms of what you're talking about like um yeah definitely it had a a much deeper resonance with um a resonance with me because of what's going on in the in the world right now and um just like how how much we're going back in time and how much just that that choice being stripped of women in, in in america it's just it's just so it's so fucking shocking that 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 that's the that that's the case and it yeah it definitely it definitely felt heavy shooting those scenes knowing that that was um you know knowing that that's going on in the world and thinking about the thinking about um the situations that women are being put in right now so fucking shocking i think is the perfect way to put that yeah that's um but i that's that's i think that's one of the i mean there's many reasons. That's one of the reasons why I love seeing that storyline there and, and and specifically focused on that. So, I mean, um, you know, and I could say that about so many parts of that show. Yeah. I, you know, it's nice we get to see Karen. I don't think we often get to see a character, like a female character, sort of stick to like that actually, you know, it's it's kind of like, no, she 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 wants she wants a career. She's she says no, she lets go of the guy and she moves on and you see her in the future and she doesn't have any regrets and she's you know she she made the right choice and there's something like really beautiful about that I don't think you get to I really like don't think you get to see that very much you know where, where it's not like some it's like a you know she she sits there and she says you know it's not entirely true about you know he's he says you know she did me such a she, she kind of like let me go and let me down or you know said said that she didn't love me or whatever and he get and she's like you know it's not it's not really true like she's still she's still um she did love him uh but she knew like because she loved him she let she let him go because she knew that she wouldn't be able to give him those things and so it's kind of like this big big romantic declaration of love in a way that you know fr- from the woman and letting him go and, and not having his baby and um going on and and having yeah having her career and he ends up he ends up marrying a girl that kind of looks like Karen but anyways that's true so uh what's next uh for you Uh, obviously you've already said you're working on the album you know and I look online I don't see any uh you know 
your MDB page doesn't show me uh, another role cut. I mean, is well, it... I actually am doing a film right now. Okay, maybe. yeah, it hasn't been announced, but I am shooting something right now. Yeah, it's actually with um, I'm actually shooting something with Sam. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fun. <laughs> I haven't told anyone that. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just did my first day the other day. Yeah, we're in we're in England shooting something um, with some great actors actually that. I've I've been a big fan of forever. I've always wanted to do a movie with um Eddie Marsan. And uh, so, yeah, he's he's in the movie as well. And yeah, it, get, it hasn't been announced yet. So I don't know if it even will be, but that's that's what it, that's what I'm shooting right now. So I'm doing that. Um, and yeah, uh, that that's the only that's the only kind of that's the only role I have right now. Um, but uh yeah, definitely. There's, there's, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot, going, there's a lot, there's a lot going on and lots of shows coming up and doing Shaky Knees and Governor's Ball and a bunch of festivals over the next few months. Yeah. You're busy. You're still, that's a, it's, it's the funny I'm thing. Definitely, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a funny thing. You know, the two worlds that I play in, you know, the music world on this side and then the film and TV world on this side, that question is hilarious. How different the answer has to be. Like on the music side, I'm like, so what's next? And like, oh yeah, we're in the middle of the album. It's called this, you know. They, you know, you start rattling off. Like, I ask an actor, like, what's next? And like, I can't tell you. It's... Can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a secret. I haven't been told it's a secret. But yeah, that's. So I've told you. I it's it's shooting, so it can't be a secret. But yeah, the album. Yeah, when you're like, what's next? It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of the albums. It's really coming along, and you're like, uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, better get going <laughs> oh my god but no I, ha I have been there are there yeah i have been i have been i mean i'm writing i'm writing all the time i feel like there's like yeah you kind of got like uh, you sort of go through it just feels like that like doing another album feels like kind of like if it's it's just like so when when you just imagine doing another one you're like this is insane how could I ever do that again and I, I think of how long it took me to make the first one and then I'm like oh yeah I'm just gonna I meant to do it this year and you're like what how's that gonna happen and somehow it all comes together and there's and a record at the end and you just know that it, yeah you know that it you know that it will like you know that all you know is that you're that you're just gonna go through like uncomfortable like a lot of difficulty a lot of joy like it's the same thing as any you know every time that you put yourself into that like creative space um it's like the fantasy yeah. and the truth about what you think of the reality your favorite albums of all time like that they just appeared like they were handed down upon high and here they are and then you hear the real yeah. story it's like ah oh, fuck that was rough <laughs> yeah and like also just you know yeah you know that you have to I know what I have to do in some ways and then there'll be loads of there's always just loads of surprises and hopefully yeah ho hopefully like every every time you do something like this it's always like kind of like a mind a mind altering um process and you, everything that you think that you have to do gets changed and flipped on its head but I I, I mean that's what I kind of love about it as well it's like that I, I sort of like know that I'll be surprised and unexpected things will happen. And, and you also kind of, cause you're, cause you're kind of working with, like, I think the, the horizons of who, who would want to like work with me and now have kind of expanded a little bit. And that's like always quite interesting. Like I've been, I've just been like 
even just getting connected with like some amazing producers and you're like oh they live down the street and just going around to their house and being like wow massive producer you know you live like on my street and like and you want to do stuff like that's crazy and then you know just just like like I think yeah you know you know that like that's like that's such a cool thing about this job is you're just like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to meet more people and like you know like and some incredible people you'll meet and it might not end up being you know anything might end up coming with it but you know that there will be yeah there probably will be people that you that will enjoy I look forward to hearing whatever comes out of any of that um seriously you know as I wrap up here um I'm a fan you know I'm a fan I love what you're doing this new single is so great to love and uh, and hopefully I'll be catching one of these shows this this summer because knowing that you're out there and everything, and especially playing with some you know buddies of mine here and there, um, it looks like an exciting year. And I hope we get to catch up the next time there's a record or a movie or whatever. But uh, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you. Great to see you again. And my thanks to Suki Waterhouse. Uh, again, she's got a new single called To Love, music video, and of course the uh, the whole series, Daisy Jones and the Six, is currently on Prime Video. Search deeper within my series here uh, for the uh, conversation I had with Suki just last year. Search Kyle Meredith with Suki Waterhouse. And thanks to you for checking out this episode. Again, I do hope you hit that subscribe button uh, before you leave. Uh, you get three new interviews every week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, it's song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media spots, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith, so do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Was it really a year? God, that's gone that's gone kind of fast, actually. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.